What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's happening? No cap. So recently I shared the fact that I actually purchased my ultimate dream car. That's right. I purchased a Bentley Continental First Edition. And, you know, this drew some criticism and some praise. And I wanted to spend some time to address why did Anthony O'Neill, the get out of debt, the build wealth guy, live below your means guy, actually purchase a Bentley Uh, But most importantly, I wanted to explain how we all can really go towards and get that dream car. You know, I I have no shame in my game saying that I actually purchased a Bentley Continental. But before we get into why I did that and why I believe you all should be going towards your dreams, I actually want to hip you up to something new that my team and I have actually put into place. Did y'all know that uh, recently a study came out and revealed that nearly 52% of married couples in the United States actually get divorced? And I bet you do not know why. It's not because of infidelity, Probably some of y'all saying, well, duh, Anthony, it's because of money. Well, no, it really wasn't. From doing my research, I realized it was because married people actually rushed to the ring without maximizing their single season. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that marriage is one of the most beautiful things in the world. I am excited and looking forward to getting married, but life doesn't start after the ring, after the altar. It starts 
right now. You see, our single season is our prime season uh, to work on our health, deepen our relationship with Christ, and watch this, really focus on our finances so we don't have any financial arguments and struggles inside of the marriages. So I know you're probably saying, Anthony, uh, um, uh, what do I do? How do I really start maximizing this single season? Well, over the last five months, I'll say six months, my team and I have really dived in deep to really study uh, how do we really help single people. So we created an actual free 100% quiz, a uh, free quiz for you. All you gotta do is click the link in today's show notes. Uh, but we actually partnered and mirrored uh, with the Enneagram and with a disc assessment test. So you'll take this quiz. It'll take you maybe four minutes that will change the next four or five years of your life. And this is not a quiz to help you get a man or help you get a woman. No, this is a quiz to really show you where you are in life. And if we're going to give you, watch this, 30 to 40 pages of results that will help position you to start maximizing your life. So listen, I want you to click uh, the link in today's show notes. It's 100% free. The next four minutes can lead to aha moments. Aha! That would change your entire life. Click today's, click the link in today's show notes. So let, let's let's start from the very, very, very beginning. All right. Um, I started off with a hoopty. All right. So my very first car, I'm going to write this down while I'm telling y'all, because I want to make sure I do this absolutely right. My very first car was a Nissan Maxima. It was a 1987 Nissan Maxima with about 200 plus thousand miles on it. My godparents gave me that. Um, I didn't grow up in a home to where uh, my family uh, could afford to purchase a car for, you know, their kids. Um, and so they told us like, hey, uh, you got to go out there and work. You got to go out there and get a job and you're going to buy whatever you can. They couldn't even afford to match uh, it. So my godparents gave me their old car uh, for a birthday gift. I'll never forget. It was for my actual 18th birthday. They gave me this car. And so I drove that car, that Nissan Maxima. And if you all follow me, you'll know that that Nissan Maxima couldn't even go in reverse. The transmission was somewhat busted. So I would have to park all the time to where I could either drive forward or I had to put it in neutral because it was a stick. I would have to push back. So that was my first car. It was a Nissan Maxima. Then my second car uh, was a Ford Explorer, you know. Um, so, and I'll be honest, I financed uh, that Explorer. And so that was my, my next my next situation was a Ford Explorer. It's like a 2000 uh, Ford Explorer. Man, I, I had, man, wheels on that thing. I had it tinted. I I mean, I had that thing souped up. I had some 212s in there with a 1,000-watt amp in the back of that thing. But I went from a Nissan Maxima to a Ford Explorer. Then after the Ford Explorer, I went to a Chevy Impala. Yeah, I went to a Chevy Impala. Um, then I went from an Impala. Then I went over to an Acura TL. That Acura TL was a 2002. I was trying to get into the luxury lane at that time. Uh, but then, you know what I realized? I really couldn't afford a luxury that I really design, desired. So I went to a 2002 Acura TL. Then from there, I traded the Acura TL in because I was selling cars at the time. I was working for Nissan Maxima, my uncle, and I bought a Maxima. Okay? I bought a Maxima. Then I traded the Maxima in. Then I did get a BMW. Now watch this. I was way over my head because the BMW that I purchased was actually uh, for a flooded BMW. So every time I would come to the stop sign, <laughs> the BMW would actually stop. Went from a BMW and went back to a Acura TL. 
Stayed in the Acura TL for, I mean, years. I literally just got rid of it maybe about a year ago. Got the Acura TL. My career started booming. I went and bought a BMW 7 Series. I purchased that. I kept that maybe for five, six months. Then I sold it. Why did I sell the BMW 7 Series? It was because I started really realizing that, hey, if I really want to go after my dreams at that present time, I didn't need two cars. So I sold the BMW. Um, I kept driving my Acura for like another two years. I bought a Porsche Panamera that a lot of you all know that I did. Um, then I got rid of my Acura, uh, so, uh, got got into an accident with my Porsche Panamera and got another Porsche, uh, just replaced that one. And then I said, you know what, man, Anthony, you've been working hard. Anthony, you've been really dreaming. Why not start saving now for your ultimate car? And I went from the Porsche Panamera to the Bentley Continental. I know some of y'all are thinking like, well, Anthony, um, wh why? Like, why would you go after, why would you spend that much money on an actual car? It's a depreciating asset. And you know what's so funny? And, and I, wanna, I, I, wanna, I wanna live here for a minute because I wanna encourage you all. Um, I am the guy that strongly believes that the foundation to building wealth, number one, is being debt-free. That's the foundation to building wealth, is becoming debt-free, right? And so when, when I say becoming debt-free, we oftentimes celebrate people when they become debt-free, but we don't celebrate people when they actually go and accomplish and build their dreams. Ooh, let me say it one more time. We'll celebrate them when they pay off their student loans. We'll celebrate people when they get out of debt. And we should be. I will always celebrate people when they take the first step to building wealth by paying off their debt. But we can't frown on people when they become debt free. And then from there, they decide to now start pursuing their dreams, whether that is going on a family vacation, whether that is purchasing their dream car, whether that, that is purchasing a beautiful first home or their dream home, whether that is going out there and starting a business, whatever the dream is for you, we should be celebrating that just as much. You know why? Because now you're accomplishing and you're going after that dream 100% debt free. I paid cash for the Bentley, six plus figures for the Bentley. True wealth is when you have the freedom and the options to do what you want to do. I'm going to say it one more time. True wealth is when you have the freedom and the options to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, whenever you want to do it. And it felt so good to be able to walk into that store and say, you know what? Here's what I can afford. Here's what I want to do. And, 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 and don't come for me anymore. <laughs> I'm not giving you any more money than this. This is all I can afford at this present time. What you can't, what can you do? It felt good. And then it feels good to get inside the car. Watch this and go back home and still have money in a savings account. I didn't touch my emergency fund at all. I've been saving for years. I, I've been saving for years, not just to do that, but to even do other certain things. And, and so today's show, I really just want to explain to you all, how do we really reach there? How, how do we really reach our dreams, Anthony? I don't know what your dreams are, but I want you to write down 
in the comments, if you listen to this on the podcast, please jump over to YouTube. And I want you to write down in the comments, uh, what it, what's just one of your dreams? It doesn't have to be a dream car. It doesn't have to be a dream house. Maybe it is your dream is to pay off your home. Maybe your dream is to pay off your parents' home. Maybe your dream is to start that business. Maybe your dream is to retire. Maybe your dream is to be able to spoil your grandkids. What's your dream? Not what's my dream, but what is your dream? How do we go from idea whoo, to implementation? Did I say that right? Implementation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we go from idea to implementation? Did I say it right? Yep. I sure did. You know what I'm saying? How do we go from dreaming to doing? How do we go from um, um, I have faith to now we're seeing faith? How do we go? How do we go from speaking it to actually seeing it? And I'm gonna give you that process right now. I'm gonna give you that process right now. Let me give you the practical things up front that you really, really need to be doing. Number one is um, you really got to be attacking your debt, and num on top of that, you got to make sure that you have a savings account. I told you from the very beginning, when I went and paid cash for my Bentley Continental, I didn't touch my savings account. I didn't touch uh, my emergency fund. I saved for years. And so when we, when we go to saving, right, what are we saving for? Number one, we're saving for an emergency. Number two, we're saving for big purchases. So where do you park your savings account? I'm going to tell you right now, I park mine at Prize Pool. You can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash savings and you get a free account. And check this out, man. Uh, what I love about Prize Pool is man, they are a high yielded savings account. They're going to be right now, they're averaging about 3% a, um, yearly rate, like a yearly return, APR. And so that is absolutely amazing. The average bank in America is giving you like 0.001. They're giving you close to 3% on APR throughout the year. This is what their, their bonuses that they're giving out every single week. They give out large bonuses every single month, like $25,000 in a month. Like, yo, prize pool for just parking your money in the account. You can have $500 in that account. And by the end of this year, you can have some extra money in the account because they're offering a very high yielded return when it comes to the savings account. They guarantee you 0.30 off top. Then throughout the year, depending on how much money you keep in it, they're going to give you more and more and more. So go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash savings so you can check that out. And you need to open up a savings account because you need to start saving for your dreams. So that's practically number one. But how do we go from dreaming to doing, from idea to imp imp implementation? I'd be struggling over that word. How do we go from, 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 from talking about it to actually living it? Here's the very first thing. Y'all hear me talk about this all the time. But everything starts with a vision. I, I want you to write this down. I really want you to think about this. An undefined destination is an undefined, a.k.a. unclear arrival. OK, a undefined destination. Where are we going is a undefined, unclear arrival. You don't know when you have arrived. I remember starting off on this journey when I started getting exposed to, you know, to to different uh, um, types of wealth, you know, because wealth is not just money. Wealth is also family. Wealth is also options. And when I started getting exposed to this, I was like, man, I can drive a Bentley and I can drive a Rolls Royce. 
I can live in this kind of house. When I say this kind of house, I ain't talking about a million dollar home. I'm talking about any home that I personally desire. What? I can take my kids to Israel? What? I can have a family vacation? Y'all growing up, I don't come from no wealth. My mom and dad, my mom and dad's, I have four parents. I have two biological parents and two amazing other parents. And they are hardworking middle-class citizens. My father served uh, 20 plus years in the uh, military. My mom has served in education. Uh, my other father has served in um, uh, uh, the, the, the transportation company. And my other mother, um, she's really been involved in like daycare stuff. Just hardworking, God-fearing, middle-class people. I, they didn't give me $10,000 to go start my journey. They didn't buy me no $20,000 car. They didn't, they didn't sow financial seeds into my life, but what they did do was sow spiritual seeds into my life. And they showed me how to work. But when I started getting exposed to different things in life, I was like, wait a minute. And this one guy said, yo, what do you want? What is your dream? What are you passionate about? Where do you want to go? And I was like, man, I just, you know, I just want to have a good job with some good benefits. He said, that's it? He said, son, that's it? What's your favorite car? At that time, my favorite car was a BMW. He said, a BMW? He said, it's a nice car, but is that, is that your biggest dream? Where do you want to live? I said, man, I would really love to live, you know, back in California. He said, okay, cool. I like that. What kind of house? Oh, man, if I just get me a nice little house with three beds in there, man, it'll be good. That's it? You want a pool in it? And when they started asking me those questions, it's like, man, you're not dreaming big enough. You're, you're not dreaming big enough, Anthony. Your dreams, you can accomplish by yourself. Your dreams need to be big enough that you can't accomplish it by yourself. You're going to need God and you're going to need other people around you to push you, to show you. And when he said that to me, I said, yo, wait a minute. I remember driving by the BMW store and about two blocks up the corner, um, up the street, was the Bentley and Rolls Royce store. I pulled in there that day with my Acura TL. I was in Jacksonville, Florida at the time. And um, man, I just drove by. And I said, God, if it's your will, I want that. I want the coupe. I want the Bentley coupe. I remember getting out of my car and I went and touched it and said, one day I'm going to own you. I remember my, my bishop at the time lived in real nice million plus homes and I remember when I pulled in, I stopped and I said, God, one day I want to live in this. And watch this. It wasn't because they were million dollar homes. It was because it was off of the golf course. <laughs> and I like playing golf. I'm like, yo, God, I want to live in a place where I can just get out, go out of my front door, get in my golf cart, uh, court, uh, uh, cart and drive to tee number one. And then go from tee number one and play golf all day. And then come back home, hug my kids, hug my wife. And enjoy life. I tell you this much. My family and I had a family of one, two, three, four, five, six. Family of six living in a three bedroom. Both me and my sister and my little brother had to sleep in one room together because my grandmother um, had one room and then my parents had another room. We lived in a 1,200 square foot home in Oceanside, California. We didn't have the money to do family vacations. To this day, my family has not taken a family vacation out of the country or went to the beach together to just chill 
My mom and dad didn't have a wedding. They didn't have a honeymoon. They, they got married to south of the border. And when I dream, I have no shame in my dream. And you should have zero in yours as well. So I want to ask you this question. What is your vision? What's your defined destination? Because when we can define that destination, here's number two. We can put systems into place to get to that destination. Write that down. Write that down, you guys. Once we have a defined destination, I want I want to be able to pay cash for this. I want to be able to put my kids into um, college debt-free. I want to put my kids into private school. I want to homeschool my kids. Um, I want to be able to take my wife over here. I want to be able to do this with my husband. I want to start this business. I want to leave a legacy for my kids. Once we have a defined destination, I want the Bentley. I want the BMW. I want the Lexus. I want to get out of debt. I want to pay off this. Uh, once we have a defined destination, we need to put systems in place that will help us get to that destination. What are you talking about systems, Anthony? Um, I, I, another word for systems will be process. Oftentimes people will see I got the Bentley, but don't know the long nights I've cried. Don't know the long nights that I've, I felt like giving up. Don't know of the long days I've had to call my spiritual mentors and say, man, do I really have what it takes? Can I make it? I, I've had to go through some things. And here's, a, here's one of the best um, um, pictures uh, to, to, to really think about systems and processes in, in, in place. When you go to the restaurant and they bring out that steak, you just see the finished steak. You see it searing. You see the bubbles maybe cracking up on the side a little bit. One of my favorite places is, is uh, STK um, out of um, Steak 48 out of Houston, right? And man, when they bring out my steak, it's searing, got little bubbles on the side. They bring out the little sweet corn and it's just looking real good. Uh, but have you ever gone back to the kitchen and watched everything that they had to do for the steak to look that good? There was a process. They had to buy the steak. They had to season the steak. They had to buy the right seasoning. They had to put all the seasoning on top of the steak and let it marinate for a little while, for maybe, you know, 24, 48 hours. Then to take it out, put it on top of the heat and didn't look as good then. But they had to flip that steak and put it on the other side and put it on that side and then bring it out and put it on the plate and add some other stuff. There was a process for the steak to look this good. There was a process to build wealth. Wealthy people are not building wealth. I didn't I wasn't able to purchase my Bentley because I just woke up one day uh, and said, I'm gonna go buy the Bentley. No, I had to put processes into place. Watch this. Yeah. I had to put systems into place to make sure that watch this, I can get there. Anthony, what were some of those processes? What were some of those things you had to put in place? Number one, I had to make sure that I paid off my debt. I had to make sure that I was completely consumer debt free. Okay. That was number one. Number two, I had to make sure that I was living below my means. Okay. I'm not maxing out. If I'm making X amount of dollars, I'm not spending X amount of dollars. I'm, I'm spending below X amount of dollars. I had to stick to a budget. And on my budget, I had dream car on one of the, on one of the, uh, the, the lines. And I was like, yo, we're saving. I was putting money into my prize pool account every single uh, time I got paid. I put a certain amount in there because I wanted to make sure that, that I can go pay cash for it. Watch this. Another system that I put in place is I said, there's no way in the world I'm going to pull up in a Bentley in an apartment or in something that I'm renting. No, 
I got a mortgage. I got a house. And right now in today's economy, I get it. A lot of you all said, Anthony, you know, I, man, I want to get a house. I want to get a mortgage. But Anthony, I'm fearful. And so I really want y'all to consider my friends over at Churchill because they are really assisting you in, with this part of the process, right? I get it. You know, um, interest rates are a little bit higher, but they're going to lock you in at the lowest interest rate as much as possible. Um, uh, you're not really battling for home prices right now. Right now is actually a great time if you have... Uh, a guaranteed job, some solid income coming in. Right now is a guaranteed, not a guaranteed, but a solid time to get a mortgage. I want you to get a mortgage before you get a car. You feel me? Mortgage is wealth building. <laughs> mortgage is generational wealth building. Mortgage is really helping us close the wealth gap. So while I want you to get a dream car, but I want you to pull your dream car into your home. Okay, into a home that you actually own. So you can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash Churchill. They will assist you. They're going to give you an extra $5,000 to put down toward you can be a guaranteed buyer for your uh, for your sellers. Uh, they're going to make sure that they lock you in at the lowest interest rate and give you 90 days to find a home and watch this. They're going to give you a certified approval, not a certified pre-approval. They're going to give you a certified approval. So when you go out there, you're already approved. You, you don't have to worry about nothing. And they're willing to put their money behind it. So go check my friends out at Church Hill. Uh, go to anthonyoneal.com slash Church Hill. But we got to put processes and systems into place. OK, so we talked about, well, number one, you got to pay off your debt. Uh, number two, you got to be on a budget. Now, Anthony, when you say be on a budget, what do you mean by be on a budget? It's a simple thing. I want you to get on a zero base budget, a zero base budget. You're going to list all your income. You're going to list all your expenses. Now, watch this. Your car is an expense. Saving for your car is an expense. Saving for emergencies is an expense. Saving for a vacation is an expense. So if you're setting aside $200 every paycheck for your dream car, cool, great. Set aside $200. If you're setting aside $500 a month for your down payment on your home, cool, set that aside. Add that to your budget. Whatever your dream is, uh, whatever it is, you do that. Now, for me, clearly, I had to set aside a lot of money uh, to purchase my car, and I did just that. Um, and every time I got paid, uh, I'll tell you up front, my method, my math behind it was I gave 10% to God up front. I put 10% into my uh, savings, and then I paid all of my bills, um, my bills uh, personally. And then after that, whatever I had left, I actually cut a lot of things out. I stopped going to the gym on the outside because I have a little mini, small little workout thing here at my house. So I cut that expense. Um, I took out Disney Plus. What else did I take out? Um, I took out Hulu. I just have Netflix and HBO Max. Um, I took out Apple uh, Play Music. One of my friends was driving the car and <laughs> she was trying to use Apple Play Music. No, is it Apple Play or Apple Music? And yo, she was like, you don't have Apple Music? I said, no, I don't need it. I got Spotify though. She was like, ah, Spotify? I said, yes, I got Spotify. Um, and so um, I, I cut out some things. I even stopped doing certain kind of meals. I stopped going out to eat um, a lot. I actually started setting aside some extra money because I knew, watch this, that I went to go purchase my dream car. And I knew that it was going to take sacrifices. And here's the thing. To really get our dreams, to really accomplish our dreams, People are not willing to do what it takes so that they can do what they really want to do. People are not willing to make the sacrifices 
today so they can live like no one else tomorrow. Dave Ramsey says his best. He says, live like no one today so that tomorrow you can live and give like no one else. Put systems into place to get you close to your vision, to get you close to your destination. And when you put those systems into place, let's say for an example, wait, what if one of your dreams is to lose 50 pounds? Okay, cool, great. What's your system? You're going to wake up every morning. You're going to drink some greens. You're going to drink some water. You're going to work out for an hour. You're going to go walking for 30 minutes. You're going to put that system into place. Watch this. You got to work the systems. You have to work these systems every single day. You have to turn these systems now into habits. You got to develop habits that complements the systems that you put into place. And I did just that. Every time I got paid, I, I got in a habit, I'll move money into my savings account. Then watch this, I was actually doing research over about two years. I was like, okay, what is the average uh, Bentley cost? Um, this was pre-COVID, we're in COVID, prices did go up a little bit. I said, all right, cool. So I started doing research, I started studying, I started asking people who own Bentleys, what's the best thing I should be doing? I started even uh, I'm reading up on Bentleys. What is the maintenance of it? What do I need to be prepared for? Am I sure I wanna deal with the maintenance of the car? And so I know some of y'all are saying, well, Anthony, man, the, 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 the depreciation of a Bentley is just ridiculous. Well, actually, I did the research on that. A Bentley actually depreciates uh, over five years about 29 to 31%. When an average car is going to depreciate over five years about 62%. And so if you really buy it correctly, buy it wisely, number one, I'm not upside down on my car. Why? Because I paid for it cash. And me, um, I plan on passing this car down to my son. I plan on letting my son drive that his senior year of high school. I have a different outlook on life. I don't need to be driving the latest and the greatest thing. I don't have to have everything that everyone else has. No, I need to live within my means. I purchased this car. I paid a lot of money for that car. And I'm going to run it <laughs> until I get every dime and then some from it. So... How do we go from, from, from dreaming to actually doing? Number one, you gotta have a clear vision. We gotta have a defined destination so we can have a defined arrival. Number two, we gotta put system and, and, and processes into place. And we gotta develop healthy habits that complements those systems and habits, right? And then here's number four, you just gotta be consistent. You gotta be consistent in what you're doing got to be. You have to be consistent and remember where you're going. Every time I get inside my Bentley, man, it, 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 it reminds me of one, how good God is. And two, that man, you can live this life of financial freedom and enjoy your life. And it reminds me every single day that you need to get up and work. You need to get up and serve the people. You need to get up and love God and help people accomplish their dreams and help them. I've achieved financial freedom for myself and I want you to do the exact same thing. I told you already that financial freedom is getting to do what you want to do with who you want to do it with. And I'm telling you, when it comes to this particular uh, situation when it comes to this journey, y'all, 
I'm not here just to help you get out of debt and then boom, that's it. No, I, let me let me tell you, my ultimate goal is to help you get to your dreams, is to help you fulfill your God-given assignment. I want to help you become wealthy. Now watch this. I'm not talking about I want to help you get the Lamborghini. No, I'm talking about I want to help you experience true freedom from family to, to, to wealth as far as in financially. Because wealth brings us so many different options. It doesn't bring happiness, but it can bring it, it can bring you to the point to where you can buy your dream car. That can provide a little bit of happiness. Wealth can bring you to the point to where you can honestly now, you know, retire from your job and maybe go to your grandchildren's school and be at every event. Wealth can allow you to where now you can actually purchase your kids nice things when they're young for clothes and nice things like my parents could not do, unfortunately. Wealth can set you up to do the things that you really want to do, but it starts with one, getting out of debt and avoiding consumer debt at all costs. So... Let me recap this and I'm going to let you go. Yes, I purchased the Bentley Continental. Yes, I paid for it cash. And let me say this. We as in a Christian body, we should be looking just as good as the world, but we should be looking good differently. Just because people are out there financing the Bentley doesn't mean that they can afford it. I want to represent the kingdom. And honestly, I want to represent the debt-free community nice. We don't need to look boring and, and broke. I don't, I, and when I say broke, I mean like, because there's nothing wrong looking like, you know, hey, I'm living below my means. But what I'm saying is we should be able to experience nice things too with what we desire. So if you want to get into a luxury car, if you really want to experience your dreams, number one, you got to get out of debt. Number two, you got to live on less than what you make. You cannot maximize that. Number three, you have to live within your budget every single month. And you got to be patient and work the systems that you put into place. Okay. And if it's financially, you know, you guys know me. I rock with Dave Ramsey's baby steps. We got to work the process. We got to work the systems. And then from there, once you work the system and the process, yo, be bold. It is okay to walk in there and to buy what you want to buy and be proud of the fact that you are able to do what you want to do with your money. Even if I don't like it what you're about to do with your money. It's not my life. That's, that's none of my business. That is you. That is your life. You have worked your butt off for it. So as long as you don't go back into debt, as long as you're still investing into your future so you can retire wealthy, yo, go enjoy your life. I want you free and enjoying and experiencing every single thing that you desire. Here's the last thing. Number six, forget the haters. Forget the people who are going to be in the comments today saying that's a dumb purchase. I would never do that. That's cool. You're not me and you will never be me. So you're right. You will probably never do it. But there are some things that you would do that I would never do. But I still celebrate you. You know why? Because you did the things that you want to do. That's it. So let's not worry about what other people are going to say. Let's not worry about people saying, oh, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Well, you know what? That's fine. I did it because I wanted to do it. I did it because I worked hard for it. I did it because, you know what? I prayed about it and God gave me peace about it. He said, yo, as long as you pay cash for it, cool, Anthony, go do it. So I just want to get on here real quick and tell you all on this beautiful Wednesday uh, that I did. I purchased my dream car. And y'all, probably the next two, three years, I'm going to purchase my dream home. Um, 
You know, that's always been my goal is to marry uh, the, the love of my life and to be able to give her her dream home. And I did just and I'm going to do just that. And it's going to be a real nice home. I want an indoor pool. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to have a real nice home and I'm going to get it. And you should, too. Listen, today I'm praying over dreams. I want you to leave in the comments your dreams. What Leave one dream. I am going to be praying over dreams today. And so I'm excited about it because I believe once we get out of debt, once we get a fully funded savings account, and once we start investing into our future, from there, it's all about our dreams. That was your boy, Anthony O'Neill. I'm going to see you next week. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.